Welcome to Dyson Pixels, Season 2, Episode 4. Let's start with a serious question. Would you think less of me if I played Seven Days to Die while we recorded this podcast? I would not <laughs> think less of you. I would um, mute your audio for the duration <laughs> of the podcast. But... Uh... <laughs> This week, Puck. I know I know one of the things you've been up to, but we're going to cover that as part of the review. Is there anything else you've been up to? There is literally nothing else I've been up to. <laughs> well, on tonight's show, for anyone that's curious, uh, I'm doing a review of Night in the Woods. Um, I'm also doing a partial review of The Final Station, which I've done a playthrough that hasn't yet been posted, but will go up online uh, because it's uh, interesting. And Puck and I are going to take a second look at the recently updated Seven Days to Die that I... My original experience with was garbage. It was just it seems to be much better garbage. now. Yes. And in other news, in the past couple of weeks, uh, the Switch came out. It actually came out. Did, did anyone buy it? Um, actually, actually, um, I'll I'll take this out of my reel of speed news. Uh, the Witch, the the, the Witch. Apparently, the Switch has outsold the launch of the Wii. Yeah, but Doing the launch quite well. Wait, the Wii or the Wii U? Not the Wii U, the Wii. I read the really? Wii, unless the person that wrote the article was an idiot. Um, it's definitely outsold the Wii U. Definitely. Interesting. Uh, not in total, but in launch. Yeah, there we go. Six six hundred thousand units in six days. Pretty good. Um, wow. So Nintendo might be back on the game. Um, other things in the news are Horizon Zero Dawn is out. And I can't afford it. I really want it, and I'm crying on the inside. It's a great game by the sound of it. Good, it's good. winning everything, and I'm. Yeah. Uh, and and what have we got coming up next week, Puck? Oh yes, the indie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've I've just spent a long time making a poster for it and totally forgot about it immediately. <laughs> I don't know what this is for. Yeah. So the uh, this is the first monthly, probably monthly, uh, indie showcase night. Uh, that we're holding over at Ace Comics in Annalee. Uh, we have um, six uh, fantastic exhibitors that we are featuring. We've got, we, we actually also have four or five others who may or may not be coming, but we've got six uh, Ooh, locked they're in. Like, they're, like, they're like lucky door prize guests. Well, they, they are. You never know. And we do have a lucky door prize, in fact, uh, that we're doing on the night. The guys from Fresh from the Forge, the legends that they are, have actually donated uh, a $50 tile... Uh, set piece, which oh is... Oh my God, those things are amazing. I was looking at those <sighs> on Facebook. Yes, which Ace Comics now stock, which is there just you go. fantastic. So if you come along, you can you might win a thing just for yes. coming along. So everybody come along. So Ace Comics next Thursday night. What's the date? 18th? Is uh, it, it is. It's the sixteenth, I think. The sixteenth. You've just oh, spent oh. ages making a poster for it. You should know this. Oh well, yes. Well, I of course published it everywhere, and then realised I didn't have a date on the uh, poster. Next, next week, sixteenth <laughs> Thursday night, uh, six p.m. till nine, I believe. Yes. Oh, oh, and did I tell you that Ace Comics are actually going to be donating some stuff for that as well? Yes, you did. So we're going to be running some uh, little mini comps on the night, including a uh, a nerd trivia challenge. Um and uh, oh, and best of all that we haven't actually uh really covered uh we've got comic book artists we have tabletop games developers presenting new games that nobody's seen yet and we have uh, another we have so, another podcast we have the oh we do guys An from the enemy. Nubcast coming along well enemy. no okay so this is actually something interesting <laughs> you know what i really love about indie there is no competition because if somebody's into indie combat uh, indie content yeah, you're generally into all of it yeah, in the that, same way the it's not yeah it's not it's, deadly well, see, there's a um, there's there's a there's a podcast called the Startup Podcast, which is basically all on. It's funny. It's very meta. It's all about a startup company. You've making podcasts, this yeah, many times. They they made a point where originally they were um, they saw themselves as competing with other podcast companies, and then they realised that they're not because people don't listen to a podcast and go, "I'm only ever going to listen to this creator of podcasts." They listen no, to. They listen to everything. They listen to on that everything. Topic. So now they advertise the hell out of them, and vice versa. And their their readership went up something like twenty percent when they I started doing that. I was only joking when I called them enemies. I love- oh yeah, yeah. But oh man, but that's one of the big things I love about indie. 
Um, that's why this this should be this should be a good night. So come along, uh, bring your children, bring your dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's very it's very is family it suitable f- for children. Yeah, very family friendly. Is friendly. it suitable for dogs? Not suitable for dogs. Mm, probably not dogs. What about a pug in a backpack? I don't know. Did I tell you I went to a meeting with a client the other day and I turned that up had and a went, pug in a backpack? No, no, I in walked a top in. Hat. No, I walked in and oh. um, and the client just goes, "Oh, really sorry about this, but um, we've just bought a puppy." I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like, oh, and I got, that and was I, the labby, wasn't it? Yeah, and I just played yeah. with the Labrador puppy for the entire business meeting. It was fantastic. It was the best I meeting showed I've that ever to been my, to. My, I showed that to my wife and she melted everywhere. Oh, my God. It's such a um, cute puppy, too. Yeah. No, yeah, sorry. gorgeous. Uh, but anyway, anyway but, 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 yes, Industry Game Showcase Night. Everybody come along. It should be a great night. And we're going to be doing them uh, semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. We'll see how the first one goes and then we'll, uh, exactly. we'll keep going now, I, th- I think probably monthly. We've had a bit of, a bit of a demand for spaces. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's good. We can cycle people through like a uh, conveyor belt thing where you manufacture cheap Chinese motorcycle engines. Mm-hmm. That's the worst metaphor I've done this week. On yes. to the news. <laughs> so, are we going to do our speed news again this week? Uh, yes. Let's do speed music. Right. Speed news. We'll cue that music underneath it. All right, so who's gonna who's gonna go first this time? Who's gonna go first? Mm, I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. So, right, okay. So first up on news this week that I've read: No Man's Sky update has come out, and it's adding a car. I don't have anything else to say about that. No, that was one of mine's as well. <laughs> um, well uh, big news this week. Yep. So StarCraft Two's come out with another patch. No one cares. <gasps> Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were coming out with another another expansion. Then I would no, have cared. No, they brought out with all this useless shit. So Aren't they like- still patching like Warcraft 3? That, that company <sighs> patches things for the rest of time. Yeah, so patch 3.11's just come out, which, um, yeah, it's like, oh, the chrono boost efficiency has gone up. Uh, the, you know, the a couple yeah. of Kerrigan's powers have gone yeah, up. But you know, you know that there's two kinds of people out there. There's people that are going... I don't care about that. And then there's those other people that are going, you've ruined the game. Everybody keeps fucking me. And they get really angry enough. Nah, but no one ever plays StarCraft 2 anymore. I I, oh, I I used to be like, I was I a... Did. Do- I, I was a um I was actually a, a Platinum player for a while there. They, um, they still play it in the leagues, man. They do, anyway, but I think uh, it's news, very niche. News. Yeah, sorry, we'll, keep going. Going. we'll keep going. <laughs> um, uh, the classic Xbox game, which I was a big fan of, Voodoo Vince, the remastered version is coming out. If you haven't played that, Puck, it, it's... it's Awesome. What was it called? Really good. Voodoo Vince. Old Voodoo Xbox Vince. game. Ye oldie Xbox game. I really liked it. Um, yeah, right. Your turn. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, the obvious one is that um, I, I, saw the, uh, I saw the news headline that the Switch is Nintendo's, f- you know, fastest selling uh, uh, console, which is interesting because there's only been two others, really. Oh, uh, what? Wow. Come on. Really? Not Nintendo, really. Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, GameCube, yeah. uh, DS, DS Plus, DS Wide, DS 3DS, 3D. There's like 400 DSs. All the same thing. <laughs> yeah, um, they, they don't count. On that, the Switch has had some uh, apparent large-scale Wi-Fi problems, uh, plaguing people, disconnecting, dropping all kinds of stuff, which is probably fine because I don't think it's really got a great online presence mm. yet. So... Your turn. Uh, okay, so on, this, okay, so this this one's this one is a biggie. So for for those of you who use GOG as well as Steam, there are five hundred new DRM free games uh, being discounted right down. Um, they're doing their own version of a Steam sale. Yes, um, I like GOG. I like mm-hmm. GOG. I'm not going to say better than Steam because I get a lot of stuff from on Steam, but I do like it better than Steam because well, it's cheaper and it's DRM free. Well, I mean, looking at just a um, just a glance, I mean, they've got The Witcher Three is now thirty bucks. Um, Have you played that? That's a good game. Never gotten into one because they've generally been too expensive. I haven't really yeah. wanted to drop 80 bucks on a game I may or may not like. Um, well, I believe as well. I believe as well. There's another humble bundle that's quite good this this month. Is um, there? I'm much going to check it out, actually. I think. Humble Bundle's always good. I always yeah, support Humble But Bundle. this this ends in four days. All right? So... Get on, GOG. Oh, Get God. Gog Wait a minute. Gog. Hang on a minute. This is going to go up on Friday. So, the 10th. This finish... Okay, you've got two days from hearing this, Saturday, Sunday, to buy whatever you're going to buy. Oh, my God. Do it. Oh, do my it, God. I just want to Those of you listening on the drive on Monday morning, you've missed it. 
you you should really listen to this as it is because it's packed full of nutritional, crunchy information. Uh, you can get the Spore Collection for seven dollars fifty. Um, anyway, um, more news. Yeah. Um, th- this is exciting me because I think it's a rumor at this point. There is a rumor. There's a rumor of multi. Okay, you know how I keep telling you to play the Mass Effect games. Yeah. They're really good games, but there's a rumor that Mass Effect Andromeda has a multiplayer co-op mode. And I like that's a mic drop moment for me if they're actually doing that because I haven't played a multiplayer co-op game LAN for ever. Yeah, right. 15 years, something like that. Be magic. That is extremely um, exciting. Yeah. Over to you. Over to you, Buck. All right. So, have you heard about Sega uh, acquiring Crytek Black Sea? Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, specifically- I, was una- I was unaware that Seeker still existed. <laughs> As <laughs> was I. Um, but even weirder, they've bought them in order to bolster their Total War dev team. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. They did the Total War dev series, didn't they? But yeah. again, that's a weird acquisition because I- uh, Crytek haven't done a lot. So They've made an engine. Well, they made a MOBA called Arena of Fate, which is not very good. Like, yeah, I but, don't know if you've played it. So, hang on, it. they've bought... Hang on, they've bought... Cry, what? No, they haven't bought Crytek. They've bought a well, division of... Well, Crytek is circling the drain. Crytek shut down five of its studios last Christmas. Oh, so, that was only three okay. months ago. That's because Crytek, Crytek made an engine and then didn't really make any decent games. Yeah. So I think there was an issue that people are generally using Unity or Unreal Engine for. Yeah, so um, so basically, so what what Sega's doing, from what I can tell, uh, oh, and Sega owns Creative Assembly, who were the ones who developed yeah, Total that. War, right? Yeah. Um, so what they're doing is they're actually partnering up with um, 20th Century Fox um, to do Alien Isolation and Microsoft to do Halo Wars Two. Hang on, Alien Isolation is out. It's been out for two years. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The um, yeah, sorry, yeah, partnering yeah, so, to do it. Sorry, partnered. What partnered. are you talking about? Uh, partnered with it. Partnered. Oh well. If we're just going to be throwing tents around, past yeah. and future, nothing matters anymore. Um, but but uh, Creative Assembly, which actually that makes sense. Now you see Creative Assembly everywhere, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense because they did um, Halo Wars Two, which was Xbox One in in well, there we go. Like, last so month. Sega Sega is on the um, on the rise. Well, let's just not Maybe. go crazy. We'll see how they go. Maybe they'll yeah. make a decent Sonic game. They haven't done that for 25 years. Exactly. Uh, micro- okay, oh, another one. I've got another one for you. Uh, uh, micro SD cards on the Switch apparently only work with the Switch that you first put them in. That if you try and take that card ridiculous. to a new Switch, yeah, that, that's a dick move. Um, I'm hearing a lot of really, really good things about Switch. So, I do really want to check it out. I'm going over to a mate's place at some point to have a play with it because it sounds good and Zelda sounds amazing. But that specifically, that's a dick move. Don't yeah, do that. I would be very, uh, very keen to hear what your thoughts are on that because um, I still, log- from a logical point of sense, I, point of view, I, I can't actually see a reason to get a Switch. I can't justify it to myself yet. I'm going to wait and see what comes out on it. Because mm. I have to admit, there's one thing. Nintendo don't make many games, but usually when they let's face it with the Wii and stuff like all of that stuff the third party games no one really cared yeah um, the Nintendo games themselves were generally fun they yeah. were good they, they were good games um, I, still, I still play them like we yeah, still exactly. play we, we still play um, uh, Super Smash Brothers we still play Mario oh, Smash Brothers awesome uh, we still play we still play Mario Galaxy hey like man even- next, time, next indie games night we should set up a stand with uh, Super Smash Brothers running on it Yes, let's definitely that is do a that. Great stuff. Anyway, uh, I'll, fi- I'll wrap up the news because we're getting to our quick discussion topic. Uh, it's another No Man's Sky one, but I actually I, I like this one. Uh, Hello Games, who are the developers of No Man's Sky, um, have apparently this. I missed this. This may have been a little while ago. They created something called the Hello Labs Initiative, and yeah. what that is is it's a fund to help indie game developers, uh, and more specifically. Any indie game developers that are doing development around anything procedurally generated, um, so they're assisting them with actual funds. I I think that's good. Yeah, that's pretty. They're cool. taking all that money they made off No Man's Sky and they're reinvesting it in the indie industries, which I think is a bang up move. I'm quite chuffed about that. That is good. Um, I've got one more news uh, news story that I just want to mention because um, this was this was big news to me, and that makes me want to buy an Oculus. Uh, Rock Band is being released as a VR version. 
That holds nothing for me. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a huge like um, Guitar Hero fan and Rock Band fan. Oh, I like the games, but I don't see how they benefit from VR unless they actually film like from on stage at a rock concert. That's exactly what it's going to be. It'll be oh, okay. That's from, fun. Yeah, and then you'll be able yeah, to look around right. and see what everyone else is doing. Um, Did but, you know? But 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 hang on, hang on. But there's also um, uh, there's 60 songs that are going to be in it, and some of them like, and that's a lot of songs. Uh, some of them are actually pretty good. Like they've got you know some Aerosmith on there and uh, Alice in Chains. You should be doing. You should you should be quoted on the back cover of this rock band game. It's like there's a lot of songs on here and some of them are actually good. Well, most Puck, of Dyson well, Pixels. That's because most of them are crap. Most yeah, of the time you, you get a half a dozen decent songs and the rest of them are just you know filler songs. Yeah. But mm, um, yeah. oh, there was a what was on that something yeah on on uh, on uh, Oculus and uh, pretty much any yeah I can't remember the name of it. There is this you'll like this. There's this um, uh, there's a trend where of people making full 360 uh, movies. So you oh, yeah. have special cameras that film in all directions at once, so you can be in the movie and just stand there and turn around and watch the actors walking around you and stuff. It's really really cool. Now they've made this one that's a it's a I think it sounds a bit like a carnival ride, which is basically you're strapped into a wheelchair in like a 19, oh, it'd be 30s, 20s mental asylum. Yeah. You can't get out of the wheelchair and they wheel you through. And I was looking at it going, this, this game would destroy a person. It's really fucking terrifying. Um, and it's not 3D. It's filmed. So it's like they they rebuilt this decrepit mental asylum with all of the really freaky gear they had, and you get to roll through it on a wheelchair and have people do things to you. It sounds horrible. Yeah, no, that does sound horrible. I wouldn't <laughs> want to. I wouldn't want to play that at all. Ah, um, five out of seven stars for that one. Yeah. Um, hey, onto our kaboom. That's the news. I think onto our uh, oh our and, discussion. And, oh, and, what and, you and, have more. Yeah, by the way, the uh, the Humble Bundle that you were mentioning, uh, there's two of them at the moment. One of them uh, is a bit... One of them is all Civ, isn't it? Oh, I can't actually tell what the hell it is. I don't even know what game this is. Um, it's a. It looks interesting. I think Jumbo. Is Jumbo a game? I don't know. Something to do with Valhalla. Anyway, um, but the other one uh, is the Armor Bundle. So, oh, there's an armor bundle. Yeah, 15 bucks, and you get every armor game ever, ever made, which is Do you get the mod? That made no. <laughs> that made armor popular. No, you don't get that. But Day Daisy is um, it's its own game now. Yeah, it's it's its own game already. Um, and but, we're gonna we're gonna have more discussions about that in a but, moment. You know what I was actually more interested in? Um, there's a whole bunch of comics. A humble bundle are doing a um a comic sale. Oh, cool! And it's three hundred eighty-five bucks worth of um worth of comics, which get is on it. Pretty phenomenal, and some of them look really cool. They're um, they're a lot of them are actually indie comics. Yeah, that, <clears throat> they're the. <clears throat> pardon me, don't know what I swallowed there. Uh, they're they're some of the best. Some of the comics that I pick up at like uh, Comic Con and Supernova that you've never heard of. They're some of the best comics, and then you can never find them again, mm. um, which is a real shame. And some of uh, them they don't they don't um ship to Australia. And, and and for fear of just like we're advertising the humble bundle, uh, although we may as well. Uh, the bundle's great. If have, I, I, I'm happy to be a corporate sellout for a organization that sends all their proceeds to charity. Yeah. Um. Just check out the book bundles, and there's an Arduino and a Raspberry Pi. Oh. Pack. Yeah. yeah. I'll start playing with that. Yeah. So you pay fifteen bucks, or you pay a dollar. You pay a dollar, and you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. I um, might actually, seven I might books. actually grab that because um. I've got all my Arduino gear surrounding me here and I haven't touched it for a couple of months because I got distracted by other larger mechanical devices. Yeah. I mean, you get um, up to uh, 15. Ooh, Lego and Arduino products. Yeah. Hey, okay, you know what? Well, that was a thing. I, that was a thing? It never even occurred to me. It's kind oh. of a thing when we were kids, except it wasn't Arduino. It was, uh, you know, the Lego uh, Mines. Connect? No, Mines. Or- Something Mines. Hive Mines? No. Lego? No. I want to say connect. I want to say you're wrong. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. On to the discussion for the night. Because that's mm-hmm. not that's not it. Um, I penned down last week uh, because of two of the reviews that we're doing 
that I'm going to do next up uh, were indie, oh, one of the reviews, I should say, were indie adventure games. So adventure games being top-down, side-scrolling, point-and-click, which have made a a lot of a comeback, phenomenal comeback. They disappeared for like 12 years and then the indie scene rebirthed them. Yeah. Um, Because there was, I think, the last game that was a... Geez, you'd be looking at like Leisure Suit Larry, that mm, era, yeah. before things just stopped. And um, the original Monkey Island Riven? and Sam and Max. Sam mm. and Max. It all it came back a little bit with Myth and Riven. Riven, I think, was more recent. When did Riven come out? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, think the, I think Telltale Games did it. Uh, no, no. That was Cyan. Cyan World. What? Riven and Myth were done by Cyan, not Telltale. No, no, um, no, no, no. I know I didn't say that. No, that's this, that's a different kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a uh, oh, first-person tell- discovery thing. I'm talking about a third-person perspective, person walking around on the screen. You click on an object, they walk over to it and pick it up and go, oh, oh I'm going to combine yeah, yeah. this light bulb with uh, this medical equipment and shove it in this guy to open this door. Actually, you know, you want to know what, like, weirdly uh, has actually... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, the, the the really weird thing about those sort of games is I think they've actually had a bit of a rise from um, uh, mobile because there's there's you know uh, oh there's mobile, lots of them. There's it was happening before that though. Or those like find those ones where you have to find oh, different God. objects like the, Albion. You know the weird thing? Like my wife is way into those games, and I can't think of anything more dead boring. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are quite challenging. My yeah. daughter loves them. My daughter loves them. Albion's quite hard. Um, but that game uses emotional blackmail. It has a, a cat that cries at you to buy the paid version. <laughs> oh, really? I'm like, that's fucking evil. That's awesome. Um, but no, um, I, uh, I, the, the, big, the big thing of it on, especially on consoles and stuff like that, like a lot of these style of games um, have been produced by that company that I mentioned before, Telltale. Because they did yep. Tales from the Borderlands that you... I remember you excitedly called me because you thought it had somehow detected, like, your real name and made the lead character uh, have your real name when it was just a complete coincidence. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was... I think Ta- one uh, Tales from the Borderlands, episode one. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that one, they... they oh, what was the first one they did? They did the Back, to, the Back to the Future trilogy, which I don't know if you've played, but kind of picks up where the third movie left off and gives you three more movies. Yeah, right. Um, which was actually pretty cool because um, they got a guy that sounded a lot like a young Marty and they got uh, Christopher uh, Lloyd. What the hell? My brain nearly said Lambert. And I'm like, no, that's the wrong Christopher from the 90s. I thought you were, um, going, I thought you were going to say uh, Walken. Christopher Walken. Um Nope. No. no, he was not in Back to the Future. It would have been a bizarre movie. <laughs> well, it already was a bit of a bizarre movie. <laughs> this, when people start pointing out the logical issues of that movie, it seems like a very strange movie. Like, what was what was the old man doing hanging around with the young teenage boy for? Yeah, don't do that. But for what? <laughs> but for what reason? You know, my favorite fan, fan theory about that is that. Um, Do I want to hear this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, this timeline is actually the second timeline, and in the original one, Doc accidentally killed Marty, so he went back and took Marty out of the second timeline, um, and <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, and then raised him, but he like but placed he him. Did- in- and then, he, and then he placed him with his parents. And the reason why he's like disappearing from the photo is not because his parents got together, but because his parents weren't there to raise him. And at some point, there are a lot. There are a lot of really weird fan theories out there around everything, and some of them scare me. That's one of the scary ones. Have you heard the one that um, it, it's like it doesn't work with a lot of the lore around it and the. The meaning stuff, but there's actually a there was actually a uh, fan theory that came around a little while ago that said um, the Joker didn't actually exist, right? So yeah. Batman developed a serious multiple personality disorder when his parents died, and he spent all this time trying to kill the Joker, which is him. Nah, that doesn't make any sense though. It does. It doesn't makes no sense. But if you think about it, yeah. 
he could develop multiple personality disorder. And then I started listing off situations in which other people have seen certain villains. And there's some villains that some, not many, but some that only Batman himself has ever seen. People have seen the experience, the fallout from them, but there's some that only him have seen. I think we'll have a discussion about superheroes next week. We're going to do that (gasps) when we have Spence on the show. Superhero, superhero week. We'll do a superhero week. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But yeah. um, is City of Heroes yeah. still a game? Is it what? Is City of DC Heroes, Heroes still a game? No, DC? no, no. City of Heroes. So it was a non-branded. Oh, that was an NCSoft game. That disappeared a while ago, I yeah. think. Yeah. No, I, I played DC City of Heroes and it's um, eh, it was underwhelming. And then they did a huge big update it- that improved a lot of the... Was it the, as the underwhelming? Parts? Was it as underwhelming as Disney Infinity? No, nothing's as <laughs> underwhelming as Disney Infinity. I'm not sure. I um, I ran out of this is relevant. I promise. I ran out of milk earlier today, and when I run out of milk, my only option to make tea is soy milk, which means I'm drinking a cup of sadness right now, and this is nearly as underwhelming as Disney Infinity. Could be worse. You could be drinking almond milk. No, no. Soy yes. milk's a little bit saltier than almond milk. Yeah. They're both, neither of them are milk. Well, it's a milk. I get, uh, no, I, get, oh. I guess you oh, can't milk, milk an almond. So I was going to say, would you like to show me some, would you like to show me some almond breasts? No, you can't. Well, what would, so therefore there's no you, milk. What would you, on the subject of juice, breasts, it's almond juice. Nobody wants almond to drink juice. almond juice. Almond juice. Well, what's soy milk? Soy juice? Soy juice, which is even would you, worse. Would anyone drink something called soy juice? No. Nah. No. <laughs> it says, what kind of juice would you like in your coffee? It's like, what? Yeah. Would you like Fuck some off, give me milk. soy juice? Um, yeah. On the subject of breasts. Yes. <laughs> Steve, breasts. Um, I, um, Some of you may not recognize gonna, that reference. Uh, that's a reference to uh, Coupling, a, a UK TV show. Those? It was later made into a US TV show, which was awful. Terrible. Like all US remakes mm. of... UK TV shows. It was awful. Except possibly The Office. Yes, I wouldn't recommend going and re-watching Coupling, though. Doesn't get no, funnier. it's fine. Doesn't get funnier with time. Oh, it's fine if you haven't seen it before. It, yeah, that's true. Lesbian Everyone Spank watched Inferno. It. That's all I'm Everyone say. watched it for Jeff now. It'd be too Lesbian politically incorrect. Spank to Inferno. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Yes, the reason that reminded me, uh, would you like me to share? Would you like me to share uh, with fans your business idea that you shared oh, with me last week? Hey, it's uh, the only other people have come up with it are the Germans, and the Germans are not. The well- Germans, yeah, the Germans are well known for uh, their uh, savviness in business. So Puck has this idea. This is a little bit off topic for this podcast, but it's so. I'm sure that we can find a way to make it related. So Puck I, came up with the idea. I was, I was just before you go around. further. Before you go further, that's what she said. Are you certain? Uh-huh. Are you certain that we're not going to make this a real business? Hang or on, hang on. Can I just pause? Wait a second. I need to hold you up there, listeners. This episode may contain some material <laughs> <laughs> and and foul language. Yeah, if you've got so, kids, if you listen to this, kids in the car. You know apologize. Who you know who we're talking to, Benjamin. Yes. Um, you need to apologize ben- to your kids. Sorry, Ben. Um, and you, sh- <laughs> you should have known that this podcast was inappropriate before you started playing it in the car. That's true. Um, and if and you now, and if you haven't turned it off, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Without Sorry, further, without further ado. Okay, so how this came about was I was talking to you about the viability of different businesses around three D printing. Mm-hmm. And then you came up with this idea. <laughs> I'll let you summarize it. I'm going to summarize it by simply saying the domain name. Customdicks.com. Custom Dicks. Custom Dicks. So this is a online portal, not portal, onla- online site where you can use a, uh, a nice GUI. And slidey to- tools. Do you know? And, incre- and sliders, like in yeah. Spore. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're doing character creation in Spore, the same thing. Because mm-hmm. everyone did this in Spore. Don't pretend you didn't. I know yeah. all of you did it. Yeah. Um, 3D and printed. you get to model. You get to design your... Um, your own dildo. Yes. 
3D printed uh, and then there. and then it gets custom printed and and mailed to you. Um, yeah. Now, and but you can do the, use the slideys. You can you can change the color. You can change the thickness. The change the color of the hair. What's uh, the, like, <laughs> the protrusion of the top? Is there like a word for the the you know the the helmet bit? Helmet? <laughs> no. How wide the top bit is? In I'm not to How Google wide it. the rest of it is? I'm not googling this. Um. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. um, The top bit So you too can create your own 10 pound black ribbed nobbler But uh, <laughs> Of whatever you want So anyway Anyway So it was I can't remember what the slogan was But the um, Oh no I do remember what the slogan was And I'm not even I'm not going down that road uh, I think there's a couple issues with that business model um, I know. I still think there's legal issues around what happens if the material's unsuitable or if it, I don't know, snaps off when it's inside someone. Well, they've got to be high quality. Like, this is not something that you do on the cheap. And see, this is the thing. I don't know how much dildos cost. I assumed about 100 Are you sure? (laughs) Well. Are you sure? About, yeah, I mean, yeah, I okay. was, I would have said about a hundred bucks. I, I didn't think that they were something you know pop down to Seven Eleven for. Oh, here we like, go. I'll get Seven uh, Eleven. If you're listening, that's an interesting business expansion idea for you. They sell everything else. Okay, um, look, look. At the end of the day, sex sells. The like the sex industry is enormous, right? Especially when it comes to things like this. No hang one on, else hang on, is doing hang on. this. I'm just going to site that has a cheap dildo clearance sale. Mm, I'm going dildos. to I'm going to clear the shit out of my internet history later. So your average cost for the <laughs> wow. Um, this is the worst thing I've ever had. That's twenty five bucks, man, including free shipping. Yeah. See, I reckon we could beat that. Okay, but in fairness, that's <laughs> oh no, sorry, it's fifty five dollars if you want something called the double penetrator, and I'm just going to leave it up to your imagination what that is. Um. <laughs> Okay. And that site was called Dongs for You, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like we're getting wildly off topic now. I think we may be off the topic of adventure games. Um, well, is, it is on topic of adventure games. It's just a very different type of adventure game. Is, um, yeah. So, at the end of the day, um, I can't remember what we're talking about. Adventure games, they're good. Telltale do good stuff. The Walking Dead series are quite good. And their recent <laughs> Batman game was good. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So are you saying that our entire discussion, now that we've wrapped it up about adventure games, was disagreeing on who made Riven? Uh, the fact that I Telltale made t- good games... I never games, said that Telltale made Riven. <laughs> um, and dildos. <laughs> That's our summary. I think that there's probably a game out there that does merge those two worlds. Although, yeah, I am reluctant to look for it. However, listeners, if you'd like us to review that game and you can find it, sure. Hashtag custom dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hashtag the hate. <laughs> <clears throat> From our production line to your... <clears throat> uh, <laughs> um, down to the reviews, let's leave that whole discussion far behind us. Which um, has a probably a 50-50 chance of getting cut in editing, so... Nah, uh, I'm leaving everything in there. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Which is also something that... Uh, oh, yeah. my brain is inappropriate okay. today. So, 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 so. We'll do a co-review at the end. I'll quickly run through my two. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who were unable to listen to our show last week because it wasn't on uh, might have checked out my little mini video of Night in the Woods. Yes, it looks, looks really fun. It's a really pretty game. Like, I'll let anyone here that's listening to this go and check out our YouTube channel to see the beginning of the play playthrough. Gorgeous graphics. It's a very it's a animated cell shaded kind of style. It's a story about a uh, a cat. I think he's a teenager, early twenties. Um, uh, cat person who yep. returns home to his hometown of oh something springs. Crud. Ebenezer. Yeah, either way, he returns home to his uh, hometown and <laughs> is a jerk to his father because he has some kind of bizarre, awful relationship with his dad um, and uh, basically returns home and a story begins to unfold. And I think there's something a little bit dark going on in this town. But it, right. it's 
pretty enough, it grabbed me with the visuals. And then the story began to kind of unfold and it got me interested. And the puzzles are pretty, pretty basic puzzles to solve. But, you know, it kind of keeps you playing. Um, I chased a squirrel. I was happy about that. I didn't catch the fucking thing. But I chased it, which was great. Good, good. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a chance to go back to it yet because I got onto another game and then the third game, which we're reviewing at the end because that's taken up all of my spare time now. But um, I good, think it? it's I think it's worth checking out. Uh, Night in the Woods, it's on Steam. It's probably on good old games as well. We need to start checking that. It's also on the, um, Humble, on, on the uh, Humble Bundle as well. Oh, it's, it's the, in there. Yeah, it's, it's, one, it's it. one, of the, one of the store games for 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, I, is, is, is that US? I don't or know. Australian? I think it might be US, so it's 20 bucks US. Uh, no, one of the sites shows it in Australia. It could be good old games. Mm. Um, get it before they start hitting you with GST. Uh, but yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was a really nice, relaxing game to sit there um, and just play through. I can't really say much, say much more about it. It is a uh, 2D side-scrolling adventure game with really nice graphics and uh, some quite funny commentary. Yeah, cool. Um so that's that's my first mini review. Now the second one, haven't put the review online for this uh, this this game yet. So you remember um, uh, Death Road to Canada? I, I think do. you might remember that. We played that. Um, okay, so Death Road to Canada was described on the Steam Store as drive a car, drive a car full of jerks uh, on a post-apocalyptic trip to reach Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could describe this game, uh, this is called The Final Station. By the way, it's another indie game. Um, uh, this game is... Did you just search, like, the word transport or something on Steam? No. No. It's a post- This is a post-apocalyptic game where you uh, tra- take a train full of jerks across the post-apocalyptic landscape. But, but you've done Death Road to Canada, which is driving a car. Then you did Jalopy, which is driving a car. And now you're doing... This is a train. It's train. different. It's a train. Um, <laughs> now, I filmed part of my playthrough, which I will put online for people to, people to look through. Um, I think we should do a co-playthrough as well to append to the end of that video or do as a subsequent video because where I played to in my mini playthrough was not the tutorial, but it was getting used to the controls. It was before the story started. So at first, um, it's a little side-scroll platformer, kind of Terraria-ish graphics, I guess. Um, uh, not quite pixel graphics uh you go through and you're this little guy and you get on a train and it's a very dystopian world uh and you pick up passengers and have to transport them to the next station but as you go through it there's some weird story unfolding where cities have begun to go quiet and people can't contact them anymore um and then people are just dropping off the map and phones are not being picked up in other cities and no one knows what's going on so you take your little train and you jerks and you get to a station and the way it unfolds is you reach a station you go into the station commander and he the, the station person at the station is supposed to give you a code that you type in to get your train working to leave to go to the next station it's called the blocker code right yeah um however invariably the person with the code is either a gone b an idiot or c dead so you always have to search through the city to find this code somewhere um in the first couple cities, there's a few people around and I talk to some jerks and uh, get shot at by some guards and stuff like that. And there were a couple little kind of puzzles to solve and get past. But then by, I think, the fourth station, you get there and there's no one there and there's a dead body on the floor. And then you start walking around and everybody's dead. And then the game gets really, really cool because the atmosphere, they've managed to nail kind of a chilling atmosphere in a pixel graphic game. This doesn't sound like a good game at all. It, it, it is. I'll show you. I will do the playthrough. So, okay. After that first bit, right? That's the thing. That's what I played up to. Now mm. the game is you, you sort of micromanage your train a bit, like a little bit like fast and light style. Like you've got to stop certain systems from overheating and stuff like that while you're driving and you need to feed the passengers and keep them healthy so they don't die. When yep. you stop, you get out and it's a bit... Death Road to Canada-ish, except side-scroller, where you have to get through the city, and there are... They're not zombies. They're not in... They're kind of infected. They're sort of zombies, but not really zombies. 
Yeah, right. Um, so it's kind of like mutants or whatever the hell. That yeah, something like that. Way. That shamble towards you slowly, but they really hurt you if they hit you. So a couple shots to the head, you're fine. But ammo is very limited. You run out of bullets very quick. So you have to be very careful how you use it and where you use it. You can get crafting materials in the cities, which help you make health paths and things like that back on the train. So you've got a bit of scavenging, a bit of survival. And there is a story going on in the background, which is quite interesting. Uh, so yeah, it's it's interesting. The story that's unfolding in the background has actually got me kind of hooked and playing it. And I found that it's one of those games that makes you want to keep playing it for some intangible reason. Uh, I want to find out what's going on in this world. And it has become quite challenging. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's a good game. Well, that makes me kind of want to check it out. We'll, we'll you- check it out together on a, on a, on a vodcast. But we'll, yeah, okay, start, we'll start from where I'm up to. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but aside from that, and all of the Guild Wars 2 I've been playing with my family, we have been checking out a game that I looked at a while ago and declared to be crap. Because when I played it, it was crap. And now, oh, I think I can say it's decidedly not crap anymore. What would your opinion? This is Seven Days to Die. This is our second look at second Seven Days to Die. Yep, so it's been uh, very much revamped. Uh, um, it looks pretty now. It doesn't oh, look yeah. just flat. Yep, it's been rebalanced. The crafting is now fantastic. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of really good stuff in it now. Um, so basically, um, uh, the the last time I played it was probably about six months ago. And back then, uh, the, there were a few issues in that when you crafted different building materials, it was inconsistently unstable. So you could build, I don't know, like, you know, 10 blocks uh, in a particular direction and you would be fine. But then you build 10 blocks in the exact same configuration and it all just fall apart. And yeah, well, lose. It's still, it's, it, even now, it's still alpha. Well, like yeah. four, or f- four or five years in or something, it's still alpha. Well, I don't but understand. it's pretty solid alpha that. now. I, I don't think it's alpha I don't think anymore. I'd call it alpha anymore. No, this is a proper re- this is a proper release. It's been it's um uh the oh and, and the crafting as well. The crafting was uh exceedingly difficult. A lot of it didn't make any well, sense. Well hang on, um, hang on. For for anyone that hasn't played it out there, I'll give you a quick a quick few kick. So Seven Days to Die. Um this is a game where you ride in a bus full of jerks through a post-apocalyptic landscape. No, it's not. You actually go onto a server. Um, but don't play single player. It's, I don't think oh, there's any boring. point. Uh, multiplayer is where it's at. So you join a server and you get to collaborate or fight with a bunch of jerks who are trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So picture Minecraft mixed with uh, Daisy. Daisy with a lot more action, I think. Yes. There's a lot more going on. Um... Oh, so, God, yeah. Yeah, Minecraft mixed with a bit of Daisy, mixed with uh, oh, Dead Rising. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a... It's a uh, look, at this is... It's a survival a, crafting game. Yeah, this is a pretty pretty damn big step up um, from what they were doing. Oh, God, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they... When, um, when I played it, I don't believe there was destructible terrain. Oh, instance. no, no. There was. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, no, no, no. I played it like four years ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I played it extensively. Um, Why are about... you going into it? Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Why? Audacity won't like it, man. What do you mean? Audacity does bizarre things if you go into a DirectX game while you're recording. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Seems to be fine. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't no, do it. I wouldn't that. do it. That's fine. You're on air. I wouldn't do it while you're on air. Don't mess with things, man. The whole break. All right, cool. I'm out of it. Um, Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Just breaking your habit of going into games while you're reviewing them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so we, uh, I, I started off. In uh, in a server called Westworld, uh, we will be actually launching. No, you our- didn't. No, you didn't. You started off in a server called Aurora. Oh, whatever. And it that- got shut down. Yeah. Now we're in Westworld. Now we're in Westworld. But but we will be 
in our new server. If you do a search for Dice and Pixels, or just Dice Pixels, we should come up. Um, yep. So, uh, oh, come wait, play hang. with us, because we're in there all the time. Yeah, the last, um, like, probably two weeks, I've dropped maybe another 40 or 50 hours into this game. Um, more, like, way more, way more than, than I intended to. Um, I'm I think now... you've spent more time in the past week playing this game than a lot of people have spent. Oh, a lot yeah. of our listeners may have spent having sex. Yeah, well, it's only... Uh, <laughs> in their totally, life. Look, it's only 189 hours. It's not that much. Wow. Um, That's a lot but, of hours. Yeah, it's a bit. Most of them last two weeks. But the... um, uh, Yeah, look... I've been... Like, when I'm, I was driving around yesterday and I was looking at trees and just going, yeah, that'd be a 1,200 tree. I should go and cut down that tree. I wouldn't advise that. Uh, Morton Bay Shire Council doesn't like people just hacking in trees. But we need wood. Um, but, you know, I mean, but look, we're, we're at the point now where we are able to craft guns. Uh, we're now successfully holding off zombie hordes, um, which is great. Um, and we've started branching out and raiding. So I'm, I'm looking forward, personally, to firing that rocket launcher that I found. Oh yeah. Well, we. I mean, one of one of the guys we play with is able to craft rockets, which yes. I believe he's actually doing right now. So when you log in tonight, you'll be able to fire some rockets. I'm hoping I log in tonight. Um, so I was saying before the before the show, and one of the reasons it got cancelled last week, I am feeling like garbage. So I had a whole bunch of medication, um, legal medication. Uh, don't you worry about that, Codril and things like that. To uh. <gasps> Get my brain working for this. Scandalous. <laughs> what well, does uh, have uh, codeine in it? Yeah. Um, oh, and the other thing too with Seven Days to Die, they've expanded the crafting menu. Um, oh, so I you noticed make, that. You can make a lot more stuff. Um, the there's still a few things missing. Um, I think so. The ability to like restore cars and that kind of thing you find on the side of the road. I don't think they should be completely out of the question. Um, I don't think it should oh, be I think cheap. That's coming, I don't think it? Sh- no, I thought that was not. in there. Dave nah, said that you could not. do that. No, you've got to find specific cars. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, but, like, you know how you find cars on the side of the road that are in varying degrees of decay? Yeah. I think if you if you can find one that's, that's structurally sound and you can bring all the different ingredients to it, I don't think it should be easy and I don't think it should be fast. Um, and I think yeah, that you if can, you're... Yeah, but you can repair it. If you should be able to repair it because, I mean, that's a huge risk being if out the, the developers are listening, If the developers are listening, I want motorbikes in this game. There are motorbikes already in the game. Yeah, but none you can so, ride. Yeah, they they we can ride. We can ride them. We just haven't got the schematic for them. So really? once, yep, we've got all the ingredients to to actually make them. We can make about oh. five. We can make about five of them at the moment, but we don't have the schematic. We need the schematic. I am gonna find that. But 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 one thing that is really interesting, the developers have I think added in a couple of very interesting elements to this game now because um, uh, I, I think the best games are the ones where you start to get a little bit bored and then something drags you back in so well, that's a very cleverly designed game yes and I think they it didn't used to be like that I like it because I like the kind of games because I do because I have a very technical job I like being able to play a game where I can switch my brain off and you know dig out a cavern or you know just make a building and just you know mess around with you know different configs and go and shoot some zombies like really just it's a chill out game it's, it's one of the reasons game. that my character wanders around in his underwear with a yeah. stick and yeah. dies frequently. Well, I ma- which is actually, lots and lots of fun. Yeah, I uh, I actually made you some uh, uh, iron gloves today. So I'm just going to lose them. Can I Probably. slap someone with them? Can I s- challenge them to a duel? Yeah, that's like what I wanted suggested. to. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. You just go up and punch them <laughs> wearing their gloves. <laughs> well, like you do to me with your hammer well, <laughs> when you're well, standing behind me. Well, one of the guys logged in and uh, and I said, oh, look, I accidentally picked up your bedroll, which means you can't spawn on your bedroll. And then I said, hey, look at this blunderbuss that I made and then shot him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm surprised Sorry, he did Dave. Yeah. I- <laughs> Surprise Dave didn't literally murder me when it then spawned him on the opposite side of the map and it took him an hour to walk back to the we base. Go, we should go and find that prison. 
thing that I found. Well, we'll talk yeah, about we that should. later because that's a, that's an off air thing. But rounding up, I well, think we 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 are going to do a uh, a playthrough. Well, not a playthrough, I guess, but we are uh, going to we'll do, do a, a, we'll do a bit of a podcast. We'll record one of our sessions and we'll chuck do, it online. What we'll do is we'll do a couple of videos. How about we just record a raid? We'll record one of the raids. We'll record a raid. Yeah, and we'll do maybe maybe a tour of our base. Yeah. So yeah. everyone can have a, have a look at this. It's not a it's not a cheap game. Um, I think once you add in taxes and the conversion, it's around thirty bucks. Yep. Um, although when you look at like when you're comparing it to AAA games, yeah, it's a, it's a cheap game. Yeah, like there are games that I've paid ninety bucks for that I haven't got this much multiplayer fun out of. Uh, well, thanks, moment, Activision. Well, at the moment it's uh, yeah, it's it's twenty five bucks uh, on Steam. That's over US the, though. Over the week, yeah, true. Over the weekend, that dropped 10. to ten. Yeah. So, so um, I think keep an eye on it. Watch out things. I um I I I admit I was very hesitant. Uh, more hesitant after first entering the hour that I took to actually walk to anybody else to see anything. But I've come around on it. Mm. I'm it very is- skeptical of games, and I am a bitter person that is full of hate. Well, and, uh, it is. I like a lo- this game now. It's a lot more challenging than it was. It's a lot more balanced than it was. Um. It's just all round. Um, the last few updates, scrumptious. Yeah, it is just a hell of a lot better. And yeah, they've I'm, improved I'm, a lot. I'm incredibly impressed. Um, hey, yeah. I'm just, sorry, I just have it open on my um Steam page. Includes level editor. Yeah. Really? Oh, you can. Yeah, that's what we're playing on. We're playing on a custom map. That's why it's so big. And if you notice, like, if have you watched any of the Westworld series? Uh, uh, no, not yet. I haven't a chance. I want to. Okay. Yeah. So, so what they've done is they've basically tried to not recreate Westworld, but they've 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 put in a lot of those big mountain mountainous type regions. They're not they're not in the normal map. The the, the normal map's called um, Navas Game. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. So, um, this is a custom map, and it's massive. And well, however, I think our server map will probably be a custom map. Yeah, this is by like the server we're on now. Westworld is by far, I think, the most stable and best map and best server I think I've ever played on. Well, this, either way, wrapping up, check it out. Mm-hmm. I am enjoying it. I'm having fun with it. And speaking of things that are things that are not related to other things, but segue, I think that brings us to the end of our show. I think it does for another uh, week. So. Everyone come along next week on Thursday. Yes. So next week, it's going to be fantastic. We've got lots of prizes, giveaways, and some fantastic uh, indie developers and content creators coming along. Um, And if you can't make this month's, definitely come to next month's. I know next month's, we are more than likely going to have a couple of digital game developers that I'm aware of who just, they couldn't make it to this one because they're over in um, in PAX in Boston. Yeah, we timed the first one bad because everyone's overseas at PAX. Yeah. Um, and we also but have... to be fair, I think there's a PAX running somewhere all the Boston. time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, believe, I believe there's a PAX or, or there's, some, there's something going on in Boston at the moment because Level Up Dice are over there. Oh. Um, uh, and also, we're going to ha- be having a content creator for D&D content uh, on um, Fantasy Grounds and Roll20. Um, they couldn't make this month. They're definitely going to be there next month. Funky. And um, yeah, their stuff is amazing. So... Well, this sounds like a good time, so everyone come along. It should be fun. But uh, for this week, I'm going to return to trying not to kill everyone with my rocket launcher uh, in Seven Days to Die. Yep. Well, it's this, we, we've hidden the rocket launcher, and the same reason we've hidden the Aww. TNT from you. Um, I'll find it. <laughs> you think you can hide it? I'll break every wall in our base to find where you've stashed it. Yeah, because we we the way that we've hidden all of our really valuable stuff is like Wolfenstein 3D style, where you go yeah, along where there's a wall texture that's yeah. not quite right. You just punch through it. Um, but that should be fun. So once the new server is up online, which it should be uh, should be when you're listening to this, hopefully, come along, stay a while, and listen to the ramblings of an old fool. Mm-hmm. And play the game. That's uh, me for this week. So, all right, everyone. Next week, I've I've been Q Ball. JJ. Bye.